As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Date! Season two. We are so excited to be back with you for this season. Um, So, Kim, how many guys have you gone out with this year? One. Oh. How about you? <laughs> Wait, how many days has it been <laughs> that we've been off the air? One, two, three. <laughs> Her life is far more exciting than mine. I don't know about that. I mean, there's different ways to be excited about things. How were your holidays? Great. How about you? Great. Yeah? And speaking of the holidays, we tried to do a live podcast at Holiday March. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ladies <laughs> shopping alcohol. <laughs> Here's what happened. It's about to be kind of a an S show. A and then we curse. threw Dr. Wes into the mix. Oh, I know. It was completely crazy, but we decided to let you hear it anyway. So enjoy. I we think have- I'm the date tonight. <laughs> Dr. Wes Special Crenshaw. treat. How sad. So- You've probably seen him on Fox 4. He uh, is a regular regular contributor on our morning show. And he was kind enough to come out here tonight to talk about love. A favorite topic here. <laughs> Online dating or face-to-face dating or speed dating. There's a lot of people in the dating pool and not all of them are 16 or 17. We have lots of people who are coming back to the dating world later in life. And let's talk interneting because it is now, you say, the number one way people are meeting each other. It is. Uh, at one point, it was number two or three, and uh, meeting people at work or meeting uh, through friends was higher. And neither of those is really that great a way to meet people. And now, little by little, it, uh, through all ages and generations, this is the number one way people meet. So how has that changed the landscape? I mean, obviously the pool is much greater. You have the opportunity to meet people from a larger area and, and more, you know, different groups and things like that. That would be the upside. Is there a downside? Well, there is. There's an extensive downside. But the upside is sort of worth remembering because as this has become so common, people forget why it's a good idea. And uh, basically, if your theory is that there's this one person in the world you're meant to be with, which is the sort of Disney fairy tale we've taught for so many years. I believe in the fairy tale stuff. That is so cute, Kim. <laughs> That's cute. And, and so if you believe that, you're, you know, you and I have a long talk to have tonight. <laughs> the more likely scenario is that you go out and take it like the boutique, the holiday boutique here. You look at a lot of different wreaths and you think what what kind of wreath fits me in my home and my personality and how should it how should it go with me 
And that's more what online dating allows you to do is gives you a much larger catalog of people who might be in your, what I would describe as attraction profile, which doesn't just mean physically, it also means meets a lot of your values and interests and so on. And then you have a better chance of actually meeting that person than say you tripped over them in the lobby uh, and were like, oh my gosh, there's my one true love. <laughs> but Dr. West, what if you're still like me and believe in that fantasy fairy tale? Well, you're both cute <laughs> tonight. <laughs> well, I, I think you, you want, I would have to ask you what, not what appeals to you about it, but what what makes it make sense to you? What well, The as, magic of it. Yeah, yes. As a little girl, you dream about the person that you're going to one day meet and marry, and you have this grand you know, vision in your head, and mine's really never left. Um, well, we're in the right venue for that, aren't we? The, Except the, there's no men here. The firefighters. That's true. Good point. <laughs> well, so I will argue that that... That as nice as that is, it's what we call in psychology a cognitive distortion. And that's ugly, isn't it? Cogn <laughs> cognitive distortion. It used to be called an irrational belief, but then we changed it to a happier name. And what it says is that you are uh, enculturated with a, a romantic idea about love. And I like that, too. I've been married since 1985. <laughs> and... You're uh, a good man, Charlie Brown. I love my wife dearly. I'm sure that she's listening to the, the podcast because uh, she doesn't even watch me when I'm on the morning show. So, But uh, uh, I, I absolutely believe in that. But that is romantic love is not what has kept us together for almost 35 years and three and a half years of dating beyond that. It, it is that we are well matched. So when I say, and this is going to be really romantic, guys, so get you ready? Hold on, hold on. Come on, give it to us. When I hold say, on, let me straighten my tiara that I'm waiting for Prince Charming to fix for Here it for comes. Me. When I say to her, hey, we need to run about 11,000 pounds of concrete this weekend, she puts on her coveralls and we go out there and she <laughs> pours every bag of concrete into the mixer. Dr. West, you and I would not be a match. I, I warned you about the romance of this. Okay, let's talk about, though, how this has changed the landscape of dating. So we have all of these options now right. with internet dating. What has that, has it improved things? Are more people meeting? Are more people getting married? Are more, how has it changed things? It, it's interesting because about nine things have happened at the same time. And one of them is online dating. And the other is delaying marriage until uh, late 20s. And the research is clear and has been for two or three decades that the longer you wait to get married up to the age of 28, the better a chance it is that you're going to uh, survive it. So that's the biggest change in marriage. And some people are not marrying at all. Marriage is much more an option now than it used to be. But uh, in terms of online dating, what has really changed uh, there is sort of good and bad. It, what you find in a, any economic model, and really to make it worse and less romantic than concrete, um, an e e dating's really based on an economic model of the marketplace and how you fit into it. And so if you go out and have a thousand choices of toothpaste, um, it sounds like that's really great, doesn't it? Because you can just get exactly the right toothpaste. It's for not. You. It's not. As an online dater, it is it, not. It becomes wearying. And so it's, it, 
and it's not like it's an embarrassment of riches. Oftentimes, many of the toothpastes do not really taste that good. It actually gets depressing, I have right. to tell you, because that's who you think is out there. And on the other flip side, Dr. West, I've always said about online dating is that it gives people too many choices because if you go out with somebody and you like them and you're going out with them for a little while and then they get, I don't know, bored or, you know, their relationships go through an ebb and flow, it's like a catalog. You pick another one. That is true. And the good side of that is the, the number one... Uh, adage I want you to learn tonight that that speaks not to the joy of your romantic notions but to the process of getting the job done is that dating is the process of figuring out who you don't belong with. Oh yeah. Kim, and, you said that he says that. Yeah. 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 And and we t instead in the more romantic notion we think of dating. There's a guy walking by Kim. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys single? Hey, he gave, gave you a major <laughs> high sign there. He's like, where's my wife? Is, <laughs> is he ran, save me. Could it be that this is the place that, that you fall over in love? But, but we do, we look at, we use the term fall in love, like you fall off the stage into somebody's arms. Romantic love is not what we should be searching for. So what, what? should we be searching for? Well, and I, I like romance not a lot. Nothing wrong with that. But the idea of finding love like you fall in a hole uh, in the front yard is probably not very effective. So I have come up with... The, so I do have come up with a model I use with clients who are trying to either get back into relationships or find relationships to begin with. And I, I call it my five-element model of love. And you will be happy to know that the first one is a romantic sexual attraction to the person. You do want to have that. You don't just have to throw that off the boat. You want to have that. But in that attraction profile, you want to include not only the physical characteristics, but a lot more. And I have met people who try, and you know, I think it's admirable, but try to sort of date outside of their attraction profile. If they think, well, this person is a really neat person, but they don't, you know, we're not quite in the same uh, league physically, that sometimes works out, but a lot of times it doesn't because people just are wired to be attracted to people they match pretty well with. And so you want to look at that, and online dating certainly leads, lends itself to that, except for the, the, the tragic irony that women are about 85 times better at how they make their postings than what guys are. We actually have to work pretty hard to help guys make a post that uh, will attract someone. I think they think if you just put their face up there with a, a dead animal or <laughs> something, that that will be very attractive to women. So after you're attracted to someone, what else do we need to be looking for? The, the second thing, and this takes... Uh, some getting to know the person. The only thing you're going to get out of the catalog of online dating is that uh, sexual attraction. And so the second one is to have an emotional connection with the person. And sometimes you will know that on a first date. And there's all sorts of things we apply to that first date to help with that. Other times, it, you know, it may take a few times before you really click with that emotional connection. I feel like I know on the first date if I want to have a second date or see this person again. Am I being too shallow on um, that first date or can you tell? I think it, I can tell. It, you know, it's a conversation we have a lot. And, and I really think 
there are two valid answers and you want to sit there and weigh out each of them. One is, yeah, if it's not cooking for you, don't put a lot more energy into it. The other side is sometimes people need a time or two and so to really get to know the person. And so unless it is abysmal, sometimes it's good to at least have two or three dates. Um, I have uh, women I work with who have a three date minimum and if by time three it's not working, they will move on. Oh, God, three dates? That just sounds like exhausting. <laughs> I understand, on one, which I'm is like, why no I think if it's abysmal, you want to, you know, hit the ejector, ejector seat. I have to say, uh, Dr. West, I have sat down on dates before when I've met people online or wherever people have set me up. And I think, oh, my Lord, I've got to spend like an hour with this person because I don't want to be rude. Well, we have a model for that because we have a model for everything. Um, what I suggest to people is that every first date be something in the zone of a coffee date. Uh, I think one always wants to watch their alcohol drinking on a dating situation. Sure. So coffee is a fine beverage. And what I tend to do is tell people to leave open some time later after the date, but to plan that it ends at you know 1 p.m. or whatever. And then if it is just going, fan just assume it's not going to, but if it turns out to be going well, then you can say, hey, I'm going to go to the Holiday Boutique in right. Overland Park. You want to go yeah. with me? Or you got a backup exit. plan, plan B as we call it. Right. And, and just assume you will not want plan B and be pleasantly surprised if you do. So if we have any ladies here that would like to ask Dr. West some questions, come on downstairs to the first floor and we can address your relationship questions you ladies oh, they look so exciting <laughs> don't run you can come up here even if you don't have surely a question. you have dating don't go questions that you want to ask us. <laughs> no they just want to hug and That's you know okay. there's a lot of married ladies here too um and i'm sure i assume there's a lot of there's not um, the men who are here are probably married because i think their wives probably dragged them to this holiday boutique um so what advice do you have to people who are you know, married to keep their relationships kind of fresh. Yeah, this is one of the reasons that we worry about the romantic love notion is that people will not plan ahead. And I work with teenagers even on this to be looking ahead. So they're not, so they're sort of inoculated about this. But the, the what we call limerence, this, the, the term is limerence, this intense sense of sexual and emotional attraction is going to wane that's a part of the process. So your job in a committed long-term relationship is to find ways to really make meaningful connections to each other. And it may be like I was talking about earlier, running the joys of running concrete together, or it may be at other times of the year, we go to Jamaica together. We go to a resort that's yeah, just I for that's that. my style. Yeah. Uh, you got to have both. <laughs> got to have both. Glamping all the way. <laughs> So keep, keep going. I'm sorry, oh, we threw you off. <laughs> so, so uh, you, we, you know, you want to have uh, things that are what we refer to in the business as shared meaning and, and things that you both like together to do. And those are not always going to be easy overlaps. My wife used to have, I almost hate to admit this, but my wife used to have season tickets to the Chiefs and she loved going. And, and that was just not my thing to go out to such a large event with so many people. I'll sit and watch it with her, but I didn't like to go out. So we made an agreement she would go with her dad. 
and we would do something else. We used to go to KU women's basketball together, and that was really a good uh, sporting experience. That was kind of a substitute for that. She liked that. Okay, so, so, Doctor, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we have a lady here who has a great question. All right. All right, because you notice there's a lot of ladies walking around. And Okay, well, we're going to give you the mic. The, the loudest question ever. So what do you have to do in bed to get your men to come to these sort of events? Well, that nothing like a sort of a transactional sex question to uh, get the evening off. Uh, it probably You probably cannot have good enough sex to get a guy to come here. But I will say this. He, he should come... He should come because he likes being with you. And then later, because he came with you to the event and likes being with you. Hold on. He's answering your question. Later. DJ Ashton. Don't do it before. You've got to promise it to him. Get him to come here. And then, yeah. You're like you like you you're like you like pea coats. You like lingerie. We'll come to this thing with me, and guess what? That's okay. That's, all right. So next here. question over here, lady. Do you have one? <laughs> okay. This is a G-rated show. At least at the Holiday Boutique, it is. I will say this: if you come and do something that one partner is really happy about and thankful for. Um, the chances that you will have good loving later go up dramatically. You know, I think a lot of women would say um, even things like, you know, putting the dishes away kind of gets them going because, you know, it takes something Vacuum off their plate. Vacuum lines in and the carpet. And speaking of on or off your plate, we have got a hot firefighter who just walked up here. All right, tell me your name. Are you? I am Johnny Bowles. Yay, Johnny. Oh, my God, Johnny. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you've got these uh, calendars, so tell us about them. Uh, what we're doing is it's all for charity, 100% proceeds. We're doing Hands for Hope, which is an animal rescue. We, do, we send children victims to a burn camp nationally, and we also do chem wipes for fire departments to help reduce the risk of cancer, and we also do coats for kids. So during the winter, we also try to provide clothing for children in need. Okay, and something just, well, not as important. Nothing's as important as you guys raising money for that stuff. But something that's kind of on our minds right now, since we are on our podcast, it's a date. Are you single? I am not. <laughs> oh, is, you are not. But, oh, the cover guy is. Okay, where's the cover guy? Oh, he's upstairs. All right, send him down when he comes down. We want to talk to him. But ha are you married? Are you dating? What? I've got a girlfriend of many years right over there. Oh, oh there they are. I literally was just saying how pretty you are. You look like Carrie Stoll at our TV station. So good for you. All right, so what, how do you guys keep your relationship going? Uh, we change things up and uh, keep things interesting. <laughs> Enough said. Good advice. <laughs> how long have you all been together? Uh, going on 10 years now? Ten? Well, you guys don't 11, look that old. 11 years now. Since you were 11. seven? Since I was, I, I'm, I'm pushing the big four zero. Oh, my so, gosh. Yep. With that body, you're 40? Wow. <laughs> well, how did, wait, how did you, how did you get her? 
I was I actually just got back from the military and I met her. She was a cashier and I was going to college after the military. How long did it take you to know that she was a great match for you? Um, Because there's no one else I really wanted to be around. So thank you, Dr. West. Thank you, Kim. We are going to wrap up this episode of It's a Date. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to It's a Date. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, or Spotify. Or give the Fox 4 Podcast Facebook page a like and we'll let you know anytime a new episode is posted. Just search Fox 4 Podcasts on Facebook. Until next time, it's a date. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.